0: Welcome to Behavioral Health in the New Normal, a podcast developed by Prestige Community Resources aimed at bringing healing back to our community through knowledge, expert advice, and positive messaging. The show is a joint venture between the Department of Behavioral Health and Prestige Community Resources, funded by SAMHSA in response to the challenges currently impacting our communities. Hosted by Paul Wells Sr., who uses over 30 years of extensive clinical social work experience to conduct insightful interviews with experts and professionals on a wide range of topics that impact the Washington, D.C. community. From behavioral health crisis to education to financial hardship and anything in between, this show will provide information and insights that will surely make a difference. I'd like to in welcome everyone
1: back to the podcast series, The New Normal our guest today is brian finkelstein and sophia elias we're so glad to have you welcome to the show thank you
0: happy to be here
1: we've asked you to come in and just share experiences about what it's like to have a child during the pandemic i must first uh, mention that uh, brian is a certified addictions counselor in washington dc and he's been uh, at the ground level helping people through their recovery experience for the last six years. And Sophia works for the Community Anti-Drug Coalition of America. Um, And although we can probably do a series of podcast um, uh, interviews just on your work experience, today we're gonna focus primarily on your personal experience. And that is, again, what it's like to bring a child into the world during the pandemic. So Sophia, let's start with you, I, I guess everyone, Must assume now that you are pregnant.
0: I am. I'm gonna be giving birth any day now. Any day
1: now. Okay. Good. So you're you're well. You're you're at the end of the.
0: I'm in the last week of my pregnancy.
1: Last week. Okay. So why don't we um kind of start with when did you learn you were pregnant and and uh did you consider that it was occurring right during a pandemic season or was this before the pandemic arrived? Tell me when you got word officially that you were pregnant.
0: Um, around Father's Day, Father's Day I mm. knew I was pregnant, and I I wanted to get pregnant, and I, I was okay with it because I have job security right now, mm. um, and Brian and I were thinking that better why not do it right now, but I didn't know things would get as crazy as they have been with all of the COVID nineteen, everything going on with COVID
1: nineteen. Yeah. So this was just at the beginning of of, of of the announcement that the COVID virus was here, and uh, a lot was unknown at that time. Uh, but there were uh, the positive rate was increasing. Uh, uh, there was a national trend of deaths were occurring, right. uh, and at the same time, you get this wonderful news that I'm about to have a baby. We had been trying in the beginning of the year before
2: COVID really hit the news. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, and it just so happened that in June, again that weekend, Father's Day, uh, the June twentieth, I believe, the twenty-first was Father's Day. Uh, we got the news. So what a great weekend to find out
1: for me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for you, absolutely. So Brian, it was how did or you?
0: sweet because of, oh, the,
1: all of The
0: COVID news was getting worse and worse. Yeah. And here they were saying all these things about us going into lockdown for even longer mm-hmm. after we thought we might come out of it. And then <laughs> I'm pregnant, so. Yeah.
1: There, there's, uh, there's automatically a, a sense of vulnerability when you're about to give birth and you're carrying a child. You're just very careful and very aware. And, you know, I can imagine that there was some anxiety associated with uh, not just the news, the good news, but how are we going to go through the experience of parenting and ensuring that the baby is well? So, Brian, when you heard the news, what was your reaction initially?
2: I was so happy. I mean, we, we've wanted to be parents. Um, Sophie and I have been married just going on two years. Um, I just turned 40 in December. Um, we wanted to have a kid. It was time. Um, the funny thing is that that weekend, I actually bought a new car that weekend. And so <laughs> that was the weekend I bought a new car. And I bought a little bit of a bigger car, a small a small sports activity vehicle mm-hmm. and Sophie was thinking oh my god we don't need that size car and I kept saying to, I kept saying to her you're gonna want it <laughs> if we get pregnant okay right. so that weekend we find out uh, the weekend yeah. I bought the car oh well it's a good thing I bought the car because we're pregnant that's
0: what I <laughs> told him because I was annoyed until I found out I was pregnant <laughs> so but,
2: but it's a beautiful thing I mean I was so happy and we're so happy and pandemic or no pandemic bringing life into this world is a, is a beautiful thing of course, there's the anxieties, and we'll talk about that, Absolutely. about the pandemic, but it's a, I was so excited over the moon.
1: How did the family, how, your parents, your your, your siblings, uh, how, what was their reaction when they heard the, the good news? So a lot of crying. <laughs> a lot of crying, yeah. yeah good, good crying. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were so excited. This is so my it really was first. a cell. It really was a celebration on both sides of, of life and and it it just symbolized the union of of the marriage, and it's just a wonderful time. Were were there ever any fears or doubts about bringing a child into the world during COVID-19?
0: I had a lot of anxiety because there's a lot nobody knew, and they still don't know, you know, effects that can happen if, if you're pregnant and you are exposed to the virus, and it was, it's scary, like, just not knowing, like,
2: yeah, the, the knowledge <laughs> and the happen. data, the knowledge and the data of COVID is every, every month there's new knowledge, so every month there's more data. And sometimes you think you know something, but then the report comes out, you know, from if the CDC says one thing, well, the WHO may say a different thing. Right. And so things constantly change.
0: It's scary when your doctors can't answer your questions. Right, That doesn't uh, usually happen. <laughs>
2: No, so that it doesn't. was frightening. Yeah. But
0: I felt okay because I was allowed to work from home and be at home. And I sort of, you know, took all the precautions and tried not to go out too much. Um, but still, there's always that in the back of your head, what if, what could happen, you know, if you get COVID. So... I've been pretty paranoid. <laughs> Brian will tell you I scream at him when he walks in the door to wash his hands. And then I make him put sanitizer. and It's a whole thing. And
1: I do. Um, <laughs> I'm I mean, it,
0: it's, it's an interesting
2: thing. You know, here we are in this pandemic. But then on the plus side, she gets to work from home.
0: <laughs> so that's been good, I guess. I just haven't seen my friends like everyone else. And, you know, I feel kind right. of like a prisoner in my own yeah. house. But in some respects, it hasn't been all bad. So, yeah.
1: I didn't even consider, but right. It, it, essentially, you're going through this experience in isolation. Typically, you know, family comes over and friends check in on you and, and, and assist you and support you emotionally and maybe will help you with some tasks around the house. But you've had to go through the experience just with Brian, just you and Brian. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. In isolation. How did the pandemic affect your prenatal appointments? What was that experience like?
0: Well, Brian can come for the first
1: Yeah, for the first three six, months,
2: I couldn't months. go with her to any of the, the appointments. You weren't allowed to go to the appointments? Not the beginning, starting in June through I would say November. They weren't, they didn't want anybody else coming, but the mother the and yeah. you know and again back back to what we were saying before about the information changes everybody you know one right. day you can bring people the next day not. we cannot bring people
0: and being on the the facetime with the doctor the doctors would get frustrated <laughs> they'd be holding up my phone trying to show brian and talk to brian and of
2: course i had questions but we're on facetime and doctors right. like look, look, look. Uh, well,
1: that
0: wasn't easy yeah
1: either. I can imagine. How did you? How did you transport yourself uh, to the? Did you drive yourself to the doctor?
0: I've been driving myself to the doctor.
1: But um. well, I've been going with her now to appointments. I mean,
2: I can go now. They they yeah. lifted those yeah. restrictions, and so we've started going. Um, and you know i know the doctor appreciates it more that we're both there in person as opposed to doing it over video but now i can go and, and it's There's a it's delivery
0: nice. only brian can come he's the only one you can only have right. one person because he has to be there just exactly. the whole time <laughs> and he's not allowed to leave the hospital he has to stay with me because if he leaves he can't come back
2: is that so right like,
0: yeah it, not it's, that i
2: would leave it, but they just do like they he, don't
0: can't even go out of the hospital. Yeah,
2: they don't want, if you're coming in, hmm, you know, say I had to run home to get an
1: errand or something, right. I can't do it.
0: Can't right. walk out the door.
1: I, I, is Brian required to uh, undergo testing before he, he goes into the delivery room? Is there it's an interesting question.
0: I actually asked my doctor that I have to do a test, mm-hmm. and I I'm not sure if you do. I think... I don't know. I may have
2: to. Uh, I may have to again, but didn't they tell you something about the whole if you don't have it, then that would mean I wouldn't have it. Yeah, no. That's right.
0: That's what they said.
1: Okay.
0: Because if I test positive, that would mean he's positive. Right. Okay. That makes
1: sense. That makes sense. Well, we'll we'll be interested to hear how that kind of plays out. I I would imagine, though, you would feel the most secure and confident if you were both tested just before, but we don't know when the baby's going to come, and so how do you kind of coordinate that and Brian how do you sneak out to get tested just before and so that that's just interesting. Um, So the prenatal care and the visits have been uh, unremarkable and it sounds like the first phase there was some telemedicine component to it that engaged through um, the tele telemedicine platform Um, and we know that there's there's some you don't get the full experience when you're doing it through the zoom lens right. Uh, and and there's, there's so many things that you miss, some of the nuances that you would miss um, if as opposed to being there. Um, is there going to be a baby shower? There's got to be a baby shower.
0: I did a baby shower. It was virtual because I didn't want to do it outside because it's too cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it in December, and that was crazy okay. because, um, I mean, virtual baby shower is mm-hmm. not something – people normally do um
2: i think the the baby (laughs) shower was exemplary of everything we've had to do this year (laughs) we've we've learned how to do everything over zoom so you know we've been to a funeral over zoom we've been Mm, to a birthday party over zoom so why not a baby shower also i mean
0: but there was one good thing about the virtual baby shower because i have friends in different countries and like i was able to have them be there and that was really special because otherwise i wouldn't have had them there so you know for every bad thing there's something good right
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you are gonna have oh i'm not sure if i understand are you gonna have a
0: baby shower or not oh, oh i had one but oh, you we had did one it
1: was, it was virtual
0: it was a virtual it was virtual baby shower. Okay. it was just difficult to plan and i had to help my friends who were planning it because we couldn't find Anything on the internet. There was some things to help guide us, but not too many people had done it before. So and then the whole technology thing was a disaster because my mom sent a link and then she sent it again and the second link didn't work for everyone to log on.
2: <laughs> the start time so was off.
0: we had problems and people couldn't log on and you know, so yeah.
2: yeah. But it, it eventually worked, you know, and the new thing about again the pandemic. Is that through Zoom and through all this, uh, you know, technology, um, people are able to just be supportive, even right. if they can't see you in person and show up and bring, you know, your favorite cake or whatever it is that they want to bring. Just being there and being supportive is nice. And as Sophie said, I mean, this baby shower that she had a the virtual. There were people from other countries there, yeah, so you wouldn't nice. have been able to have that if it was in person.
0: It was a right? Zoom. It was a Zoom one, and luckily. Um, I had teacher friends that had been working on Zoom and doing a lot with, you know, managing classrooms on Zoom, so she really knew which games would work and which ones wouldn't with the mm-hmm. platform, because mm-hmm. I had no idea. Um, I gave them ideas, but then they, she made them Zoom-friendly, because right. was like, because you can't have everybody talking at the same time That's if right. there's like 50 people, so we used the chat box, she had it all organized, like... Thank God for teachers because they really know they've been <laughs> they're very informed how to use Zoom right now and, and so, do that.
1: Sophia, do you think you do you feel like you've been cheated in some way because of the pandemic that you haven't been able to have the full experience of pregnancy and and, and how that gets shared with family and say? friends?
0: I don't feel I'm I'm just not that kind of person. I'm sort of a Half glass full person, so mm-hmm. I don't feel cheated. I'm I, I'm disappointed that I couldn't, you know, do more things with my friends and and yeah. do all those like things with other moms that are pregnant, like the maternity. I wanted to do pregnancy yoga and and <laughs> like meet mm-hmm. other moms to be, and I yes. that's been probably the hardest because I sort of feel like I'm living this experience alone. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. but the irony is, and I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or my age bracket, um, mm-hmm. two of my friends became pregnant during the pandemic, which was lucky because I've had someone to go through this with, yeah. I mean, two people, but it's been helpful and made me feel much better.
1: Yeah um, yeah. um, are either one of you a little anxious about actually delivering the child in the hospital and, and, um. What what are your what are your thoughts on that? Just in terms of the delivery day, what well, the and delivery be, day and, and being and just, in the hospital, just being in the hospital during a pandemic, and and you know I'm sure that they're taking all the precautions they right. can to um, make sure the the delivery room is is appropriate and ready. Yeah. Um, do you, do you okay. have any concerns though about?
2: I don't. I, I. I don't have many. I mean, the hospitals have done a. Again, the hospitals have gone leaps and bounds back from back in the beginning of this pandemic. Um, by and large, these hospitals are safe. They're secure. They're clean. They are. Um, they're COVID free. And and I know that. Uh, you know, if it wasn't, if it was a risk having uh, a a child in the in the hospital, we wouldn't do it. Um, the one thing
0: know. I will say that I was really relieved to hear is I don't have to wear a mask when I'm oh, having the baby because yeah. that was something I was like I really don't want to wear the mask in the delivery room. Right. Um, right. And all of the nurses and doctors um, where I will be delivering have all had the. Two vaccinations at this point. Okay. So in that way, I feel very lucky, and they're protected. So I feel like it's going to be okay. Uh, unfortunately, Brian will have to wear his mask the entire time.
1: Okay. And I've had so, the vaccine, so right. You know, but. But you're willing to do whatever it takes right. to and, ensure and, and, that the baby is safe and comes right. out in a healthy environment. I trust yeah.
0: this hospital, and I had uh, someone I work with. Her daughter gave birth there, and she like recently, and she said it was a great experience. She felt very safe, and that made me feel very um, assured that it's going to be okay.
1: Do you would you have invited any other people into the delivery room if, if you had the option, and who, who would you have invited?
0: I would love for my mom to be there with me
1: yeah.
0: um, and I might have had a doula or someone there uh, if I could have. I don't know because that's not even an option um, so I couldn't even explore that but it would have been nice.
1: Yeah know. it's a good experience when you can have uh, a family with you. Do you plan to record it? Is, is Brian going <laughs> to record the experience? <laughs>
2: yeah. I'll take
1: some photos. I mean <laughs> You know, um,
2: you know, we'll take some pictures. We have a photo stream set up After. for our family and friends. But but no, nothing uh, in action, so to speak. I mean, this pandemic has been all about adjusting. Adjusting to this new normal that we have. But that adjustment comes in all facets. And so pregnancy is no different than having to adjust to... Yeah. You know, working from home or having to wear a mask every time you go to a store. I mean, it's just all been an adjustment period. And so we'll do whatever we have to do. I'll do whatever I have to do, and we're just excited to bring to bring to bring the, our baby into the world, mask or no mask. So <laughs>
1: it, it's going to be a wonderful experience when you bring the baby home, um, oh, yeah. in, in a very safe and controlled environment. Uh, but once again there's going to be some sense of isolation because no one's going to be able to have access to the baby immediately.
0: I have more anxiety about after the baby's born than when the baby's being born because, like, my friends and my family are going to want to touch the baby and I'm going to have... I don't even know. I haven't even fully processed that yet, how I'm going to feel about that because I think I'm going to say no one touches the baby except I don't know. I I don't even know how I'm going to... Her, her
2: parents are getting the vaccine to, uh, today. Okay. My parents have already had their first shots. Okay. Um, we're gonna let the, those I, closest to us.
0: See, we we I don't yeah.
1: be near. Well, the it, it, it would make it makes sense to me though that you would want uh, anyone who does have direct access to have had the vaccine. That that would make me as a parent feel most comfortable and uh, most um, you know. Because the, the safety of the baby is paramount and we have to do whatever we need to do. Yeah. Regardless of how comfortable it is for us to make sure the baby is safe. It, do you know if it's gonna be a boy or a girl? Girl. Having a girl. Oh, oh, so ex- oh beautiful. Okay. What's, do we have a name for the little girl? Julia. Julia. Julia,
0: beautiful, okay. Julia
2: Ellie will be her name.
1: Julia Ellie. Julia Elias Finkelstein, and we'll call her Julia Ellie for short. Very good, very good. Um, Did you have any um, preference on a girl or boy? Was that a discussion or?
0: I'll feel guilty if she watches this years from now, (laughs) (laughs) but um, I kind of wanted a boy first, but you know, I'm happy I'm happy just to have a healthy baby. Ten fingers and toes. That's all I wanted.
1: Absolutely. It was
2: interesting. When, When we first got pregnant, at the beginning... I wanted a little girl first and then like in the second month we started thinking it was a boy i don't know why we thought that maybe based yeah. off of your symptoms or your i don't know like, we just thought it was a boy and then when we found out it was a girl we we're like oh it's a girl <laughs> but yeah. we're just happy we just want a healthy baby so
1: yeah and, and at the end it doesn't really matter you're gonna love and cherish and embrace a right. uh, boy or girl so i'm You know, me and my wife, we we have two sons. And, of course, the second child, I wanted a girl. I really wanted a girl. and We thought it was going to be a girl. And we tried to uh, encourage the agenda by painting one of the bedrooms all pink. So we did a pink and white room. We got a pink rug. And, of course, it ended up being a boy. (laughs) Uh, uh, But we love our son more than anything in the world. And so, you know, it's just the joy that they bring. Your life's gonna forever change, you know that, right? Your rhythm, the coordination, your relationship, everything changes. But I will say the most uh, beautiful experience I've ever had in my life was being there when my sons were born. Nothing like it. You can't, you'll never be able to duplicate it. It's just a, a very, it was very emotional for me. Um, scary, I was anxious, but very, very, it was just the best moment. And I definitely have a new appreciation for women and and just the, how strong they are and how important they are. Uh, and it gave me a different uh, relational stance with my wife, right, to see that she was able right. to go through all of what she did to deliver our child. I have
0: no idea
1: it was this hard. And I, <laughs> it's funny you say that because,
2: you know, for the most part, Sophia has really been a champ over these last nine months. The fact that I wasn't able to go to these appointments for, for the first six months. The fact that Sophia has, has has trucked around and gone to for her appointments and back yeah, to her appointments. Absolutely. You know, for the first couple of months of the pandemic, I was going into work every day. Still, she was not going into work every wow. day. I'm very proud of her. For for yeah for for yeah. for for. Um, yeah. I hate to say this, but in many ways she's kind of been alone a lot over the last yeah. couple of months at least from nine to five
0: yeah. um
2: but but I have
0: been you know years. i
2: have a total appreciation for my wife and and just you're a champion and and, and you're
1: yeah so. you just
0: get used to it i didn't like it for three months and then i just gave up so it
1: was, yeah so. you know so, I, 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 Sophia, had you heard him say that before how how much he appreciates you he and,
0: told me i was a champ yesterday. Oh, he didn't right. expound on it, but he definitely <laughs> has been appreciative. And he's been stepping up in the last weeks to help <laughs> me in that. And I'm making him stay home with me because I just can't anymore.
1: My favorite yeah. thing is tying her shoes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, you know, we've heard um, the, in, the the impact the pandemic has had on marital relationships and with, with us being with our partners all day, every day, and this kind of stress that that kind of uh, lends itself to. Uh, and I can't imagine. I can't imagine what it's like to be with a pregnant spouse, uh, oh, 24 man. hours a day. Uh, oh. <laughs> Brian, how have you survived? What tips can you share with others? To, as the father, to be, what? How listen, have you done it?
2: <laughs> how have I done it? Well, listen, my wife is. Um, I love my wife, and and, and she's my wife, she's my best friend. She's my better half. And so we're going through this together. We've gone through the pandemic together. We're going to go through life together. Um, You know, Sophie and I give each other enough distance, I think, even at home. So we're not up and down each other's throats. But this is a, you know, I love to say we're both pregnant. You know, she's pregnant. We're both pregnant. And we've gotten through the pandemic together. We're going to get through the birth together. And we're going to get through this together. And
0: and I think it showed us that we have a strong relationship because we have weathered all of this mm-hmm. and been okay and, and gone through it with a sense of humor, um, right. especially with everything going on that, you know, normally we'd be together a lot, but now we're really together a lot. And I'm really pregnant and my moods can be
1: <laughs> yeah. interesting. Oh, so yeah.
0: we've weathered so much that I think we'll be all right. You know,
2: when the when the pandemic first hit, and there was all this. Uh, people were staying home, lockdowns, uh, things like that, as well as the political climate just over the last 12 months. You know, you can either there's two choices. You can either drive apart, or you can come together. And 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 so certainly in our marriage, we're we're together. And yeah. but 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 I just people you know i i like to think that this pandemic has brought people closer and has really um given each other a chance to be a little more selfless um right. and so you know we'll get through it
1: we'll get through you it we've gotten through anything your daughter is very fortunate and blessed to be coming into the world with such great parents and, you know, the pandemic has given us an opportunity to be together during this time and to have quality time. Like you said, you're able to work from home more often so you can share in the parenting and the the childcare, Brian, because you're there. Uh, yeah. And that's, you know, when you think about that, one of the complaints you hear from new parents is I got to get back to work. And how does, what does that look like? I got to start leaving the baby somewhere in childcare and all yeah. of these. Yeah. So at least we can at least temporarily take that off the agenda. Uh, and you can really focus on just loving your little girl, just loving her. Um, we,
2: have, we have a system
1: too. I mean, so we've like devised
2: this system where the first couple of weeks, my mother-in-law will be here. Then the next couple of weeks after that, my mom will be here. And then the next few weeks, I'll take two weeks off. Three weeks whatever off of work so that sophie's got somebody with her at all times the first six to seven to eight weeks and
0: after the three months maternity leave i don't know what's going to happen like most moms i'm going to be in that boat and honestly with a newborn it's been i'm going through the same thing every mom in this country is going through <laughs> with do i send my child to a babysitter? Exactly. Like, I can't even think that far. Yeah, I, I have even, too much yeah, else to think about right now. Yeah.
1: Because yeah, it'll, it'll all come. Yeah, you, 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 I'm overwhelmed just thinking about that for a moment as well. I never gave that a consideration. So when it is time to return to work, most parents have to think about, you know, childcare and where, you know, dropping the baby off. And, but what does that look like now? And who do you trust? And how do you, how does that work? Um.
0: Especially it's, with
1: a newborn. <laughs> exactly, with a newborn. It's hard enough to uh, drop the newborn off for the first time for the babysitter. That was right. that was really tough for me and my wife. It was just really, you know, really tough. Um, Sophia, Brian, we thank you for the time that you spent with us and your experiences have helped us and it's been very moving. Uh, we wish you the best. We're praying for... A successful delivery and a wonderful life for for the baby. Um, I, I appreciate the fact that the baby's coming into a life of stability, right? You two Thank are doing very great much. Uh, professionally and personally. Uh, and what a gift uh, uh, your baby's gonna gonna have coming into the family. Right. Are there any last words, final words you'd like to share with the community about the experience and any message of hope and Um, That you can offer at this time, you know We're resilient human beings
2: are resilient. Don't break your spirit. You know, the pandemic Mm -hmm. has has, uh, Really challenged us and as I said earlier, you know, we can either Come apart or we can all come together and like any challenges that we all face as adults Mm -hmm. The idea is to is to get through those challenges, you know, you win by, by accomplishing the adversity in front of you and the pandemic is no different and you know we've gotten through it we're going to still get through it and uh, our little girl is going to be uh she probably won't even know that there's a pandemic so you know and we'll just move forward as we always do Sophia then, anything you'd like to say in
1: closing I
0: would just say take it day by day be forgiving be flexible be patient um and you know, like everything else. And like Brian said, you'll get through it and everything will be okay. You can't focus on every little thing or you'll drive yourself crazy.
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, before we close, can you share the baby's name one more time? Julia. 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 <laughs> uh, Brian, Sophia, we uh, are so happy that Julia is coming into your life. And thank you again for sharing your experience with us. Um, And for those in the audience, if you want more information about who we are and what we do, please visit our website at prestigecommunityresources.org. That's prestigecommunityresources.org. And we thank you so much for joining us uh, for this episode. Thank you. It has been a pleasure. Until next time, stay safe and be well.